You're listening to another episode of Zigzag, our 2019 Fellows Special Editions here. Excited to be joined by newly elected, if you will, invited 2019 Fellow Santano Rosario is here. He's one of our more interesting fellows with an interesting background. So let's get to it. All right, Mr. Rosario, you know, I've been around NLCLA for a long time, since 2010, and I was looking back and thinking back, I don't think we've had someone in med school before who's a fellow. So that's really interesting. Tell us a little bit about where you're at in your journey in med school and what's the latest. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm um, currently in my fourth year of medical school, uh, applying to emergency medicine residencies. So it's a little busy right now. We've been uh, flying around to different residency programs, um, hoping that, you know, one of them will, uh, you know, like my resume and like what I stand for, and hopefully I'll be able to match there and get some great training in one of these programs. And at what point in your life did you decide you want to go to med school? So I've always had an interest in medicine. It kind of just came from, you know, always loving to be around people, helping people. Um, I was a very social person. Um, my mom was a big, big influence on me for that. She's a uh, physician herself. So I was always around doctors and got to see, you know, how helpful they were for, you know, their community. So, yeah, I thought it was a great way to give back. And then with the election that just wrapped, you know, healthcare was such a, a main topic of conversation. And, of course, I think a main reason many people chose to get out and vote. For you, being in the field you're in, how are you engaging with the healthcare issue? What kind of feelings maybe have changed for you over time? Or what kind of feelings do you have right now about how the system should uh, serve fo- folks in local communities and in the nation at large? No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So like, like you said, I think healthcare is always like a very big topic and of recent history, it's been a big talk, topic in politics. However, I don't, you know, it's hard to see when or if there's enough physicians involved. Um, so for me, I always thought it was important to, you know, try to do my part and just you know, try to make sure that as many people as possible are getting uh, the proper care they need. So, you know, super fortunate to work with uh, Congressman Ruiz um, from the 36th district here in California, um, out in DC, uh, as his health policy fellow, and help, got to help him and his team uh, draft some various health care bills and legislation that would, you know, hopefully promote care and, you know, expand the amount of people that are able to get covered for, you know, various diseases. Um, just because, you know, I truly believe that just on a very base level, there shouldn't be someone who shouldn't be able to get access to proper care and get medical attention. And then how do you feel like the medical profession in general should reconsider maybe how they engage with the political system? I think, especially with the healthcare debate, you know, you see people occasionally speak up from time to time, but maybe compared to something like education, where you see teachers um, striking for more salaries or out on the streets, um, protesting in a way to really better the school experience for kids. Would you want to see doctors doing the same or would there be any one issue where you could see folks doing that? No, absolutely. Um, so I think that physicians, um, you know, they're very fortunate because they get this like incredible insight to all these, you know, social issues as they appear in the emergency department. And I think, they have the opportunity to try to just promote the, you know, just the well-being of like their patients um, in a healthcare sense. You know, they want to make sure that, you know, not only are they getting proper care, but, you know, they're being taken care for. Like they're happy, they're healthy, they're able to live their lives to the best that they can. Um, so, yeah, I think it's important that, 
physicians are able to go out and, you know, lobby and, you know, um, promote the well-being of their patients, um, you know, I think a big part of that is access to care, um, whether it's expanding access um, for veterans or if it's for immigrants or, you know, trying to promote single payer, just whatever it is, I think as long as they have the focus on keeping it as like they all they want to do is take care of their patients and take care of as many patients as they can, you know, try to extend that reach of being a healthcare provider to as many people as possible. You know, I think that's the most important part of it. And then in med school, what was your most challenging rotation? What kind of things really made you uh, maybe reconsider trying to be a doctor? It was so hard. So one of my most challenging rotations was, um, was I was on internal medicine. And uh, I think in internal medicine, you see a lot of, um, you know, some of the chronic issues within medicine and that patients will have to suffer from. Um, in one instance for me, that was, you know, very difficult that kind of, you know, sparked a lot of this interest for me was we had a patient who is a, uh, an undocumented immigrant and she had a, um, she had a cancer that was very treatable, but also, you know, life threatening without treatment. And she, you know, uh, got admitted to the hospital, but when she had to enroll for insurance, um, there's a portion of the, you know, the paperwork that said that she would be subsec, sub, um, I apologize, uh, she'd be suspect to inspection by ICE. And it scared her so much that she ended up uh, leaving against, you know, medical advice and, you know, was lost a follow up. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, like if she didn't get the proper medical care that she needs, she most likely died. And um, that was like a big, you know, issue for me. I thought that was like a very sad thing to happen um, just because something so treatable could have prevented her from potentially, you know, leaving her family, leaving her kids, leaving her husband behind. And to see those sorts of issues, you know, day in, day out, uh, within the hospital, within internal medicine, that's what made it so hard for me. Wow. And then as you think about the NLC experience, which will start for you in January and go through June, what are you hoping to get out of it? So I've been very fortunate to be able to, you know, uh, go through my years of medical school. I'm really excited to graduate and I've learned a lot about how to properly take care of, you know, patients and these people within the hospital. And what I'm excited to learn is how to, you know, learn from other people and use like various aspects of knowledge and to use my knowledge that I have, um, to help those same patients outside of the hospital. I think that, you know, as a physician, our goal is to, you know, help as many people as possible. And we have like so many, many brilliant physicians that work within these hospitals, you know, providing like, you know, amazing care. Um, and I wanted to be able to do my part, not only by providing that sort of care within the hospital, but, you know, using the NLC network and the resources and, um, you know, the knowledge that you guys are able to provide to us to, you know, translate that knowledge to being able to care for these patients you know, outside of the hospital, whether it's within policy or politics, um, you know, just extend my reach. I love it. Well, listen, congrats again on joining the class. And for everyone listening at home, you can catch up on what all of our fellows are doing in the 2019 class as we have podcast episodes for all of them. 
Just go to the Zag page in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Tipper, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. They're just about everywhere. And we have past episodes with our alums from the program, over 100. So lots to hear, lots to listen to, and lots to be excited about and what progressives are up to in LA and beyond. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.